Welcome back to your next stop. This is Juliette Hahn. We're going to do something a little different this summer. We're going to replay some of our favorite episodes. Don't forget to follow us on all podcast players at your next stop. Don't forget to see some of the live shows that we have done on Fireside. And don't forget to follow me at I am Juliette Hahn on most socials or at Juliette Hahn. You can find my website at IamJulietteHahn.com. Have a great summer and enjoy some of these favorite episodes from your next stop. This episode is brought to you by Together Women Rise. Together Women Rise is dedicated to ensuring that every woman and girl has the opportunity to live freely, pursue her dreams, and reach her full potential. They are a powerful community of women and allies engaged in learning, giving, and community building. Please visit Together Women Rise at togetherwomenrise.org to learn more and to join them. Have you ever been listening to your favorite podcast and that moment comes up and you think, oh my gosh, I need to share it? Well, now you can with Picked Cherries. What I love about Picked Cherries so much is that when I'm listening to my favorite podcast and that moment comes up that I want to share, I can take a snippet, which is called a Picked Cherry, and I can send that to my friends and family so they can get involved in the podcast that I love. It's almost like sending an IG or a TikTok Available now, iOS and Android. If you're not picking cherries, are you really listening to podcasts? I am super pumped for this next guest of the Love What You Do series. We use the product every 28 days. If you're not menopause, this company, they're helping the homeless women on the streets of Southern California. And I just want to introduce my guest, CEO of Tampon Tribe, Jennifer Eden. How are you? Hi, good morning. I'm very well. Thank you. So happy to have you on. I love what your company is doing. It totally embodies what this series is about. So I just want you to start with your quote, and then I cannot wait to get into this story. So I'm going to go with a quote that my mom or my dad told me when I was very young and very simple. Always believe in the beauty of your dreams. And that's something that I've held really, really close. Whenever you have those doubts, it's something that I always hold pretty close to my heart. Yes. Oh my God. I love that. And I love that you it was like from a mom your mom or dad. Like that's such yeah. a beautiful thing to have. That's a, <laughs> obviously you had beautiful parents. Okay. So the ones who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones that just do that. Love that. Awesome. I love that because I think when you have a vision, and this is why I wanted to do this series, I want women to know if you have a vision, you can create it. You might stumble along the way. You might fail along the way. But if you just keep moving forward and have belief in yourself and belief in what your mission is, you will make something beautiful. And that's exactly what Tampon Tribe is doing. So I can't wait to get into this. Okay, Jennifer. So I just want to hear how you got to be the CEO of this amazing company. I want to hear a little bit about it, but I want to hear your backstory. Like, what did you do before? And then how did you find this position? Well, I'm actually the founder of the company, the co-founder of the company as well. I was in Southern California, gosh, about five or six years ago now with Tampon Tribe's co-founder and my business partner. We've been working together for quite some time when we thought, what can we do? We found ourselves in that time of life where we were fortunate enough to kind of have nothing <laughs> and think, let's create something, you know? So I see that. I love that. 
you know when you lose things when you really don't have more than five dollars in the bank I think that's just a great opportunity to be able to say right this is going to be hard work but what can we do we kind of looked at it as an opportunity to create something really impactful without arrogance but something that we really could make a difference to the world to whatever we were passionate about and, and we really were passionate about organic products at that time and and noticed in the US the lack of access to a lot of organic products compared with other parts of the world. Uh, you can tell by my accent, I'm from Australia and my business partner, Gabby, is from Brazil. And so we come with a different, quite a few different views when it comes to health and wellness and what have you. So we thought, let's think of something cool and fun. And of course, something that we can be profitable with. Otherwise, what's the point? You can't make any impact because you don't have a business. Uh, <laughs> so we love what Dollar Shave Club was doing in their recurring revenue model and that they were cool and sassy and taking an expensive product and making it affordable. Anyway, we threw around quite a few ideas and, and came up with organic period products that are also totally plastic free. So we're very passionate about the environment, very passionate about the environment. And so we're the only US company that has sustainably produced totally organic cotton period products, uh, which we're very proud of, that are also plastic free. So totally compostable and totally biodegradable. And we also thought a lot about how can we not just do a token give back, but you know, help people that could really use our products. And you find a lot of people who get their period and are homeless, particularly the youth, they normally get given the crappiest products that's available, you know, which is just increasing that difference and inequities of health. So we thought, great, we can give the best quality products available. And we do that. And we do that here. We're in LA and Santa Monica and Venice. And we also give back to a lot of local youth charities who distribute the product. So that was super important to us. And same with our, like we're still a growing startup, but our employment charter is also something that I'm really excited about as we grow, because I've always thought that a lot of people, given the chances that I've been given, and a lot of us have been given to seek education or not be incarcerated at the age of 16 or, you know, and so I really hope that as we grow, we can give people the second and third chance that can make an impact on their lives. And then they also make an impact on our lives, which I can't wait for. And then their children's lives, helping with education and that kind of thing. So we put all of that, it's a lot into our dream company, you know? <laughs> yeah, but it's so important. I love what you just said there about the ripple effect, right? So if you help one person and change their life, that is going to ripple down, whether it's siblings, whether it's their own children. And so I love that that is a mission because that is empowering people. That's empowering women to just take a step forward, look what you're doing and just make something bigger and help people around you. So I totally applaud you guys. Thanks. Yeah. And like I say, it's, it's totally without arrogance. It's not a hand out. Like I think people that I'm not necessarily in touch with on a day-to-day -day basis, I know selfishly, I can get a lot from them as well <laughs> in terms of life experience and knowledge and, you know, looking at things from a different perspective. And we used to do that. I actually, in terms of a bit of a backstory, uh, Gabby and I met when we were working in Beijing in China and I joined her company. So she had a very successful restaurant at the time and I came in to help with the marketing. And then from that, we grew several other businesses in Beijing together, which was was super exciting. They were, they were more her companies and I came in and learned so much. And then, yeah, we had some restaurants and, and coffee shops together that we both ran. It was, she was front person and then I had some coffee shops where I was. And what an experience to do that. And we've both always been very entrepreneurial in, in the way we approach opportunity and overcome obstacles. I, I love the obstacle is the way. I think it shows you the way and there's always a solution to be found. So yeah, so both of us are pretty fearless when it comes to that, to be honest. And I I think that's something, you know, when you're looking at starting a business or a company, you have to have that conflict.
confidence. I mean, of course, at night you wake up at 3 a.m. like, yeah, what am I doing? And that's very normal. Totally. That's so normal. I mean, that's the thing. You, If it doesn't scare you, it's not lighting your passion on fire, right? You have to be right. nervous and scared, but you have to work through it and keep going. And that's why I'm doing this series because I want to empower the woman that is stuck in her life, right? That is like, I have these ideas, but who am I to be doing them? You know who you are? You're an amazing woman that can actually do something. So get off your ass and get out there and just start talking to people and research it. Everything you just said, I absolutely love. You can hear I get super passionate about that because that just inspires me so much. So again, just amazing. Well, thank you. And and I mean, it's enjoyable, the risk, you know, you have to be a little bit risk adverse. You can't be scared, but you can start small. You know, I'm not a heart surgeon. There's not people's lives at risk, you know, <laughs> it's like, come on, you know, it's like you say, find something that you're really passionate about, whatever it is. Can you make a business? around that. Do the numbers. Do a little bit of research. I never thought we could do organic products. I said to Gab, no way. We can't make the profit margins work. And she was like, no, I think we can. I think we can. I'm like, okay, let's work on it. And we found the right suppliers. We started manufacturing. We we weighed everything up. We run a super lean business, which you have to at the beginning. And we continue to do. You got to be a bit tough sometimes. Right. That's the hard thing. You know, you, you got you to gotta be kind, but you just got to also have some business savvy, you know, which can be difficult. You know, it's really funny because I was just having this conversation this morning and I was saying, you know what, if I was a guy and I just said that, they'd be like, wow, what a tough leader. And now they probably just hate me. <laughs> you know, and that's the one thing I talk to women about because I've had a couple of women on that are like, well, I started this because I am bossy. And I'm like, okay, I have a strong daughter. Bossy is not the word that I use with her. She is a leader. And I want her to always know that you can be a leader because she is very direct. And I'll say to her as she was growing up, she's 11, but I say to her, you know what, honey, sometimes just say, I'm not trying to be rude, but this is my opinion. And she's like, mom, that really works. People really stop. And like, if I say without saying that, they're like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, you have an opinion, you are strong. And I want you to take that with you for the rest of your life. And I get emotional about it because that's what sometimes society does. They smush girls that they say are bossy and they're not, they're leaders. They have something out there that they can really do something with. I mean, I think we're in a world right now that they're much better at that. I have two boys and a daughter and we raise them very similar. My daughter, there's nothing that she thinks she can't do. Yeah. And, and I agree. I grew up like that as well. My mom is a, you know, really strong, driven to the point of, oh, yes. mom. no, but in a great way, you know, such a driven woman, so accomplished. Her family came into Australia as stateless people, you know, as a refugee and built their way up. And on my father's side, the same, not from a refugee status, but his dad came on a boat from England when he was 14. And they were like, there you go, son, out in the world you go. And so I kind of have both streams of family where they just got out and done it. You, you recognize your circumstances and you push. And I think that's a lot with first or second generations and also people with 10 generations. You know, I think it's more of a personality thing, but definitely when you have grandparents and parents who have worked so hard and you see that going by example, you're like, wow. So just so we can have a holiday, I can see mom working in the evening doing, you know, a makeup business on the side. Wow. That's awesome. Or my father who changed his career as a young man to follow his pure passion and was very successful as an artist and went against all the things that society said at the time. And then he's like, I just want you kids to be merchant bankers. I'm like, dad, how can you say that <laughs> when we've got grown up with such great leadership? So I'm super fortunate. And I'm also very fortunate to have the support of family. I think that's huge. And also you've surrounded yourself with pretty amazing women too. I mean, you guys can bounce ideas off each other. And I love you said that about the organic product because I'm very into organic stuff and it's hard 
hard to find organic tampons without the plastic. I'm like, oh, here's a great product. Well, what the hell? Why does it have plastic on it? That kind of defeats the whole purpose. And so when I found you guys, I was like, yes. And you're very affordable. Yeah. You're very affordable. And if anyone's listening to me, I know there's going to be a lot of my listeners that are a little bit more organized than I am. But I'm like, oh, damn it. Where's my tampon? And I'm searching because I didn't have. I love that you guys offered the delivery service. So it's like, here's your tampon. So it's not like you're always like scrambling, looking through the old suitcases to try to find that that random tampon. (laughs) And we still do it. Isn't it nuts? It's like, oh, I've had my period for what? Like 30 years. And I still run out. Like, how is that? I don't know. But we also, you know, we really wanted to enable everyone access to these products. And we really saw, like you said, even here in Southern California, you know, we have quite a few natural grocery stores and the shelf is just empty. There's none of that. Or there's one sort or something. And we thought, I'm thinking if that's the case here, what is it going to be when you've got no natural grocery stores or you live on a property or, you know, you're far from someone. So we include shipping in the pricing as well. So we, you know, don't charge extra for that. So we wanted to create this business that, of course, we needed to be slightly profitable, but not in a huge manner that we can't make the product more affordable. We wanted to find that balance. It was super important for us. And then we also saw how much the non-organic companies are making. It's like, oh my goodness me, wow. You know, because those products are so cheap because the ingredients are so cheap. Right. It's so funny because I've always been into like my family was always into the holistic natural stuff. Growing up, there was no organic tampons, you know, like there was none. And so now the fact that there is, you also don't think about it, right? You're like, oh, it's a tampon. It's just taking blood, but it's absorbing into your body. And then when you really think about it, you're like, ew, I can't believe I've been doing that for all those years. Like, ew. Right. It's so gross. And we think so much like we want to buy an organic apple and wear organic cotton clothing and all this kind of stuff. And then, yeah, your man-made synthetic laden with chemical product inside one of the most sensitive parts of your body, even if it's a pad. You know, it's touching your skin and your skin is the biggest organ. And we love everyone that's innovating in this space. But you do have some products that are partly organic and it's still better than nothing. But we really think that there's just no reason in 2021 why you should be, A, using single-use plastics in anything. Like it's a tampon applicator. It's a, I think someone told me it's the product with the shortest use. It's like two seconds, right? And you throw it into the waste. And billions and billions of plastic tampon applicators go into landfills and into the oceans every year in the U.S. alone. And it's like, oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, it's so confusing. Like why? Because I don't know. You it's... know, I asked some of the manufacturers, I'm about this. Like one guy came, he goes, oh my God, I've got the great product. You're going to love it. It's all organic. Like, why is it in plastic? It's like, yeah, I just, I'm sorry, you've lost me. I just don't get it. They just haven't thought it through. I just don't understand. So we use a recycled paper as our wrap and a super fine cardboard. And the block for some people there is like, they think of that old tampon, that clunky cardboard tampon that, ew, I don't want to use that. And it's come a long way, you know, (laughs) since Well, right. Because you you use like a a twist. There's like a special twist, right? Yeah, there's a little twist to the applicator. Oh, I have one. Here's my desk. So we kind of like have a, so we have a little lock-in and and then it twists and then you insert it like, you know, you just push through like that and it comes through. There is the thing with the plastic is that people have the cardboard will get drier, like the plastic is easier to insert. But when you're on your period, there's blood there, right? You're lubricated. And so you really don't need that plastic. Yeah, correct. And this is a real polish. Like, like we polish the cardboard, it's actually polished with a water because we made totally, we're ICEA, which is a sustainable certification from Europe. So it's a polished cardboard. It's shiny. Literally, it's shiny. And it's also got a, a tapered tip as well. So, you know, it's really comfy but it is a shift like anything like we don't use plastic straws anymore because we've shifted away from it because we know we don't use plastic straws we don't use plastic bags because we shift away from it so it's just 
acknowledging that and saying, wow, how can I do my part? And there are so many people who are doing that in the sustainability area. And then I even see on sustainability websites, plastic tampons. I'm like, okay, we have to be a little more cognizant of this here. And the good thing that I find too, um, particularly with our give back, we think about the waterways as well. So say if it's a homeless youth, we give pads to the youth. It's much more practical than a tampon. But once again, everything's compostable and biodegradable. So if it did happen to enter the waterways or the drainage system, it totally biodegrades by the time it hits their treatment plant. So you know what I mean? It's not going to be blocking anything up or sending plastic through into the ocean. It breaks down. Like our, our wrappers are made from like a biodegradable potato starch film and everything, you know, upcycled paper on the back. We don't use glue. We use a biopolymer. It's a plant-based backing, everything, right? You've got to think of everything. So, I mean, I say it's not that it's not difficult, but this can be done in any product. You know, when you're creating your product and when you're creating your business, being totally transparent and authentic is, I think, not just important for a consumer, but it's important for you when you're creating that business, you know? So when you have that idea, you think, how can I get this product or this service and make it even better? How do I improve on it? How is, how is this version like 3.0 of what we already have? I mean, the fact that you're down to that detail is just so impressive. But that's what I love about your company. And obviously, what you guys, like, you have thought about every little thing. I can't wait to watch you guys blow up. Like, I really can't wait. I, I talk about you guys all the time because you really are doing amazing things for women during their period. And it's also like your website's cool. You have a blog that you like not only talk about periods, you talk about how to make like the best hot chocolate. You talk about different foods to eat during your period. And as my daughter's getting older, she actually today in school, she's like, oh, we're having the period talk. And I'm like, listen. And she's like, do you think it's going to be uncomfortable? I was like, if you make it uncomfortable, it will be uncomfortable. It is life. It's a beautiful thing. You know what? If your friends start getting silly and giggly, why don't you be that leader and say, guys, let the teacher talk. We're all going to get it. It's something that we should talk more about and we don't. You have to go back and listen because I have a tampon story on my podcast. And I know my friends right now are like, I can't believe you just brought that up. But I basically had a tampon <laughs> in for a very long time and found it on my honeymoon. And it was not the best story. I did not get sick. Thank gosh. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. And I don't recall. I probably was not organic because it was now 18 years ago, but I was very, very fortunate. But it was like, I mean, it was bad. And the fact that what was in that tampon, like I could have gotten really, really sick. And so mm. I just love that you guys are thinking about all different details, because as you said, there's like organic tampons out there that use the plastic applicator or they use the glue or they use plastic wrapping. <laughs> right. <laughs> some of them say organic, but you've got to look closely and it's changing a little bit because some of the industry standards are changing, which is great. It might say organic, but when you look closer, it'll say organic cotton and there'll be an element of it like cover or cord or lining or something. So you want to be looking for something that just is 100% GOTS, which is your global organic textile, Certified organic cotton only. And then if you want to step it up and go sustainable, you've got your sustainable certifications. And what that means to us is, well, it means everything. We source our organic cotton from small growth farmers, you know, so you're supporting small growth farmers because they have to then adhere to the sustainability standards. So no pesticides in the soils, no, you know, it goes all the way down to when the cotton's grown and then right through to when it's shipped. So no excess use of water, no chemicals, nothing can drain into the soil nothing can drain into a river. So it's pretty thorough. <laughs> and I think the awareness is increasing. And actually, it's great that uh, a lot of men are getting on board. Like when you first say organic tampon, they're like, what do you mean everyone's not using organic tampons? They, they don't, they're like, 
what? They kind of like flabbergasted that, that everyone's not already doing this. It's like we didn't have choices, right? Just like, you right. know, babies with diapers and stuff. It's like these are the diapers that you have. And now that you we know it and that is but it's companies like your company that's getting out there and educating because people don't think about it. I just absolutely love what you guys are doing. I'm so happy and so proud to have you on this podcast. Can you tell everyone where they can find you and give, you know, a couple of the products that they can purchase and things like that. So after they listen, they can go off and get their monthly tampons? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so we sell predominantly online. We are in quite a few stores in Southern California, but that doesn't suit everybody. So if you go to tampontribe.com, you'll be able to see our story, a little bit about us and go to the shop page. We do tampons, pads and panty liners and also menstrual cups that are quite different for some of the other cups on the market because they're made with a different material. So you can either buy like tampons by themselves, pads or panty liners. And within those bags, you can choose your mix. So you can mix up whatever you know size tampons you want. If you go for the pad product, whatever sort of pads you want, or you can go to the personalized bag where you can just mix whatever products you want. And this is what we also love because you know when you go to your, your bathroom cabinet and there's like a box of tampons, a box of pads, a box of panty liners, and there's this, and you've got like literally like a department store in your closet. So we try and eliminate that, particularly a lot of us are living in small spaces in big cities. And so you can choose exactly what you want. So you might want two regular tampons, three day pads, four panty liners, and the rest super. You can choose that. And you can change it every month if you want as well. So you'd be like, mm, actually, next month, as long as it's two days before shipping, next month, I need more of these. Just go in and change it online. It's really, really simple. My oldest sister, she's been using menstrual cups for her whole, not her whole period. She's 51 now, but for many, many years. And she's always tries to get my other sisters and I to use them. And I'm always like, I, I just want my tampon. But yes, go into a little bit about the menstrual cup just to let everyone know what that is. Yeah, sure. So totally fine. If you just want to use tampons and pads, I was with you until about two years ago. And I was sitting around actually having some brunch with some girlfriends. And they all started buying the menstrual cup from the Tampon Tribe website. I'm like, uh-oh, I'm going to have to do this now. <laughs> like, I can't have my friend. And I've never tried it. I'm like, you can do this because, you know, I'm the same. Like, oh, that would be terrible. Like, and what happens if this and this? Anyway, it's so easy. I'm totally converted. Really? Wow. I would never, ever go back. Never go back. I haven't got that many years to go, to be honest. We make our menstrual cup with a different material. Most menstrual cups are made with silicone. Silicone is quite rigid and is used for many things and it's still great. It's not recyclable. So silicone, once you throw it into the trash, it needs a chemical to break down. And it's a little firmer. You know, you have silicon baking trays, that kind of stuff. It holds form. So we tried those and we found that we could still feel them when they were inside us, you know, and particularly for an active woman, yoga, swimming, that kind of stuff. We're like, wait a second. So ours are made with a medical grade TPE, which is a thermoplastic elastic polymer. It's actually not plastic. It's a compound. It's recyclable, which is super exciting. So you want to be changing your cup every few years. You can just start out with the recycling. It's also much softer. They use it for like heart stents. It's, it's used in med on medical procedures. And so it's really comfy. And the first time I used it, I totally was freaking out. And I had to be at a conference. We had a tampon tribe stall. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to leave. Oh my God, my worst nightmare. I'm selling period products. I've got my period. I'm going to have to leave. It's pouring with rain. We were in a tent. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm like, I'm going to use this cup. I use the cup. You can use the cup all day. You don't have to go and change it. Depends on your flow, right? Depends on your flow. But we have this funny con uh, idea in our mind that we're like gushing out all this blood. It's not that much blood. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. And I, I think when my sister was telling me, it was probably when I was like in, in that stage, like right after 40, like 42, 43, when you do have it super, super heavy. So I was like, it's going to gush out the sides. Now I'm at, I still get it monthly. Anyone that is curious. Uh, I'm not in the pause yet is what I call it. I'm like in the pre-pause part, but I do have it where it's not as heavy. So I, you know what? I think you maybe convinced me. My sister's going to be like, really? You talked to Jennifer mm-hmm. once and she convinced mm-hmm. you? It's so good. And you don't feel it. It's so easy. Once you get, it takes a couple of times to get used to it. And we've got some instructions and we're, we've actually had a couple of great gals who have used it and we, they put it all on YouTube. So, and we didn't even know about it. And then someone's like, I saw this video of your product on YouTube. So we're going to link to that and people can watch someone actually try it and without being graphic it's so easy and you get used to it after a couple times you know how to insert it you fold it insert it push down with your pelvic floor pull it out empty it in the toilet rinse it out put it back in it's that simple and you're done I think you sold me yeah there you go <laughs> give it a go give it a go and and we're always more than happy to help people I've had some funny questions from people <laughs> so we're always here you know but um for me it was a game changer and, and I'm a pretty active person and busy so it, it's just fabulous and, and for heavier days you can change it in the middle of the day you know there's nothing wrong even if you're in a public restroom you, you can wipe it and it's no problem there's no limitations really oh my god that's amazing okay so i just have to say thank you again so much for taking this time to meet with us for the love what you do series guys if you like what you heard please rate share and review this podcast and send it to all your friends Every woman that is not using a menstrual cup or is not using organic tampon products, they make it so easy at Tampon Tribe. Jennifer, thank you again so much. This has been a pleasure. My pleasure. I hope you liked this episode of Your Next Stop. Please subscribe to my channel, share with your friends, and join in each week. 